We've been studying the, this topic for the last four or five weeks now, and we're slowly coming to an end. And the topic is about Abba Father, so we're learning about God as a father. And so far we've learned so many things about God as a father. He's a father who disciplines, he's a God who sees, he's the God who is waiting, and he's the God who is a great potter. So we've learned so many great things about God as a father. And what I'm hoping you take from this is knowing that if I draw close to him as a father, this is God to me. This is what he, he means to me. That is what he's doing in my life. So Abba Father, God represents so many things that is good. And I pray that today's message will just touch your heart and touch your mind that you will understand the deep love and care God has for you. And our scripture today is going to be from Hosea chapter 11 from verse 1. Hosea chapter 11 from verse 1. And Hosea is a, if you've had the privilege to learn about Hosea, he's a prophet that went through so many things. He's a prophet that prophesied in the 8th century to show, firstly, Israel's unfaithfulness. So God called Hosea to come and prophesy because at that time, Israel were not being faithful to him. And God was saying, and, and God even called Hosea to marry a prostitute, to, uh, to have three children. And there were so many prophecies from that to show Israel's unfaithfulness, but also God's undying love for Israel. So in, even in Israel's unfaithfulness, God remained faithful. Even in Israel's unfaithfulness, God through Hosea was telling them that I'm still faithful, that I still love you, that I still care for you. So in chapter 11, God is showing his unwavering love and care to Israel, reminding them their call over their life. So today, the title of today's message is Abba Father, the God who calls out of love. The God who calls out of love. So he was reminding the Israelites that I, there's a calling over your life. He's reminding them that there's a calling over you and he's reminding them of a particular circumstance when God called them out of trouble. So today's message is the God who calls out of love. Hosea 11 verse 1. So if we can turn there. And the pastor says, When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. When Israel was a child, I loved him. When Israel was a child, I loved her. And out of Egypt, I called my son. Today, you're going to realize the calling of God over your life. You're going to realize about the deep love that God has. Because God is a God of love and care. And on that foundation, he calls his people. He calls you out of Egypt. He calls you out of trouble. He calls you out of pain because of the love that he has as a father. So the foundation of this call of God, the foundation of the call of God is based upon love. The foundation of God calling you, 
the foundation of God's word coming to you. Everything that God does, the foundation is love. And he wants to remind Israel that when they were children, I loved them. Before they even grew up, before they even knew right or wrong, I, God, loved them. So everything God does is based on love. That is the nature of God. God is love. God is love. He is the essence of love. He's the one that truly shows love. And everything that he does from deliverance, from healing, from even judgment, from a discipline, from all the things that God does, everything is based on love. Because that is who he is. That is his nature. And so even the Bible says that as people, we can have all the gifts in the world. Paul said, if I can prophesy, if I can heal the sick, if I can speak in all kinds of tongues, but I don't have love, I am nothing. You can be the richest man in the world. You can have all the possessions in the world. You can help the poor and do all kinds of things. But if your, your foundation is not built on love, God sees you as nothing because his foundation is love. Everything that he does is love. So I'm here to remind you that God loves you. God loves you. God loves you so much and his love is holy and his love is just. God's love is holy and God's love is just. And this is what the Bible says. This is what John, 1 John chapter 4 verse 8 says. He who does not love does not know God. You can say you're a Christian, you can go to church as many times as you want, you can pray as much as you want, but if you don't love, the Bible says that you don't know God. You have no idea who he is. If you don't do things out of love, if you don't love the way that God is expecting, you don't know him. Why? Because God is love. Because God is love. So whatever you say, and whatever you say, if your actions does not prove the deep love that you have, it's nothing in the eyes of God. It is nothing. So God's love is holy. God's love is just. Uh, David even says, that, oh, give thanks to the God of heaven for his mercy endures forever. Mercy can be translated into love. God's love endures forever. His love endures forever. John even says that and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. He who abides in love abides in God. Hallelujah. So the foundation of God is love. His nature is love. So he said when Israel was a child, I loved him. God's love precedes your actions. God's love precedes your actions. God was speaking through Hosea, reminding Israel that his love even preceded the action because he said, when you were a child, before I even knew what you were going to do in this life, before you were even going to reject me and do all kinds of things, I loved you. Some people think that they can buy God's love with their actions. Some people think that they can do all kinds of good things to merit God's love. But I'm here to remind you that God's love started before you even were born. 
His love for you. That is his foundation, his love for you. And that's why I always tell believers, I always tell people, you are not here by accident. God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. And it's all based on a deep love that he has for you that words cannot even express. There's not enough words for me to express how much God loves you. And I won't even try to explain it to you. God loves you so much. And there's nothing you can do to merit it. He loved you before you even did right or wrong. He loved you before you even knew what right was and what wrong was. He loved you even knowing that you might reject him. He loved you even knowing that you might push him away. Sometime God comes into my life. God was calling me and I was rejecting him. I was pushing him away. I was doing things against his will. But yet he loved me. I was in the world doing all kinds of things. And some of you, you were in the world. None of you were born a Christian. You all have a past, you all have a history, but even through those dark periods, God still loved you because his nature is love. So the out of, when Israel was a child, I loved him. And God was so pain, God was filled with so much pain because his children were rebelling against him. He said, I love you so much. And there's nothing you can do to take my love away from you. There's nothing you can do. There are some parents that get rid of their children when they disobey them. But God will never do that. And you can never buy God's love. Because he loves you before you were even born. Hallelujah. Before you were created, whilst you were in darkness, he still loved you. Whilst you were in your sins, he still loved you. Whilst you were doing all kinds of things and hurting each other, he still loved you. Because that is who he is. And listen to this, Deuteronomy 7.7. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other people. For you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you, and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand. So he is saying to Israel, I didn't choose you because you were great. I didn't choose you because you were many. I didn't choose you because you were wise. I didn't choose you because you were strong. I chose you because I love you. God is choosing you today. God is choosing your life. God has chosen you not because of anything, but because of his love. And there's so many Bible references. Romans, even Paul says that, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So God demonstrated his love that whilst I was in sin, Jesus came and died. That's how he demonstrates his love. But God who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Even in my trespasses, he made me alive in Christ. What kind of love is this? What kind of love is this? What kind of love? I, I, I pray that God will open my eyes to understand his deep love for me. That even whilst I was in darkness, he still loves me. Even when I was in trouble, he still loved me. Even when the whole world rejected me, he still loved me. Even when society pushed me away, he still loved me. Because his nature is love. His nature is love. Hallelujah. And God proves that. 
He's not a God that just says. God's love is displayed by his actions. And love should always be demonstrated. When my, when my daughter grows up and she starts dating, I'll tell you, don't listen to these guys that tell you, I love you, I love you, I love you. One thing about guys is that our, our tongue is sharp, isn't it? And we like to say all kinds of things. But love is always demonstrated by actions. True love is demonstrated by actions. It's not about what, you, what I hear. It's not about what you say. Never listen to what someone saying. Listen to their actions. That is what will prove whether they love you or not. And God proves his love for you by actions. God's love is not a standing love. God's love is a moving love. It's a love that moves. It's a love that stands. It's a love that walks. It's a love that shows. It's a love that demonstrates. He wants to prove to you, not only by saying it, by showing you that this is how much I love you. I will send my only one son, uh, who is uh, on the bosom of the Father, who was created even before, who was made even before the world was made, uh, who existed before time began, uh, the one and only son of the Father. Uh, God said, I love you, but I'm going to show this to you. Uh, Jesus said, uh, I will come down on earth. I will take my godly nature aside. I will come on earth and put the form of a flesh and took your sins and took your sins. Every sin, every trouble, every darkness, everything he put upon him and then they beat him. They arrested him. They were whipping him but in his mind he was thinking about you because of the love that he has. I want to show you the love that God has for you and your life. He demonstrated by actions. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your love. I will show you how much I love you. That I will send my one and only son to come and die the most painful death. To die on the cross where they put nails into his hands. Where they were whipping his back. That his back was stretched for him. The bones were showing. Blood were flowing. But all in the mind of Christ was you. Because God is love. And that is his nature. So he's saying to Israel, when you were a child, I loved you. I loved you so much. And I'm here to remind you, sometimes you forget about God's love. And you think that God does not love you. Sometimes you think by your actions, it's taking God's love away from you. But I'm here to remind you that the foundation of God is love. And his love will never be departed from you. His love will never be separated from you. He will never take his love from you. Hallelujah. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. No demons. No troubles. No persecution. Nothing will take me from the love that God has for me. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor God loves you. Tell your other neighbor Jesus loves you. Let's stand up. And 1 John 4, 9 says, We love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. The Bible says that greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. There's no greater love than for someone to lay down his life for you. Hallelujah. Romans 5 says that for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. 
Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that is God's love. So he's saying to Israel, and he's saying to the people through Hosea, that before, even as a child, I loved you. And God's love never changed towards them. And God's love never changed towards you as well. Hallelujah. So now let me explain to you the position of the call. So God's call is based on love. And he was calling Israel out of love. God is calling Israel out of love. But Israel's position was somewhere dark. Was in bondage. And he said, out of Egypt I called my son. Out of Egypt. And Egypt symbolizes a, a dark period in Israel's history. Egypt symbolizes so many things that reflect how the, the challenges and the pain that they went through. Egypt was a place of affliction. Egypt was a place of affliction. Ill treatment, hardship, and trouble. Exodus 5, 6 says, So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. Let them go gather straw for themselves. And you shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Hallelujah. Let more work be laid on the men, that they may labor in it, and let them not regard false words. Israel, Egypt, represents a place of affliction. And God will tell his Moses that I have seen the affliction of my people. I what? I have seen the affliction of his people. And God's people were under so much affliction, so much pain, hardship, ill will, bad treatment in their life. And God was reminding them that you were in Egypt and I called you. And there's so many people right now that are going through their kind of Egypt. There's so many people in this world going through their own version of Egypt, of affliction, of hardship, of trouble. So many people are troubled in their life. So many people are troubled in their minds. So many people are afflicted with all kinds of problems and struggles and challenges that the world, they cannot even explain it. David will even say in the Bible that God, I am going to bed sleeping and crying to sleep. So much trouble. So much trouble. Some people are struggling to put food on the table. Some people are struggling to look after their family. Some people, they're, they're, they're struggling to hold their family together. Some people are going through all kinds of affliction and hardship, and it's so painful, and it's so this, it just, it just brings you down. It brings you down. I want to bring to your top of mind the hardships that you are going through. The hardship that you are going through. The pain that you are struggling with. The struggle that is coming every single day and is never going and is not showing any signs of going down. Some people don't know what, what to do with their life anymore. Some people don't know what to do. I saw on uh, last week on Facebook a colleague that I used to work with, all of a sudden I heard that she died. Why? Because she lost access to her children and she hung herself. 
She couldn't take the pain of not seeing her children, so she hung herself. The struggles that people are going through. If, you can, if somebody will give you just a window into their life, a window into their mind, and allow you to see their pain and their struggles, you will see how terrible it is for some people. Some people are taking all kinds of things just to try and get by. So God's people are still in Egypt and struggling with all that, that type of Egypt with affliction and with all kinds of pain. Egypt as a place of slavery. Egypt was a place of slavery. Slavery means involuntary servitude. So they are serving not out of choice or will, but they are serving. Exodus 9, 7 says, Then Pharaoh sent, and indeed, not even one of the livestock of the Israelites was there. But the heart of Pharaoh became hard, and he did not let the people go. Pharaoh said, I will not let them go. I will hold on to them. They will be slaves to me. They will serve me. And Israel had no control over themselves. Some people are struggling with their type of Egypt. They are slaves. Slaves to their mind. Slaves to the world. Slaves to addiction. Slaves to all kinds of trouble and all kinds of pain. And Egypt was a type of slavery. And even now, some people are being led as a slave. Have you ever spoken to an addict? And seeing that sometimes they don't want to, but they're doing it anyway. They don't want to pick up the needle. They don't want to go and sell drugs. They don't want to, but they are, being, they are slaves and they are being pulled to do so. Some people are struggling with alcohol. And they want to stop, but they are slaves to it. So when the desire comes, they have no choice but to follow the alcohol. Some people are slaves to all kinds of things. Some people are slaves to lust. When it comes, it just pulls them away and takes them to a path that they don't want to go into. Israel was a type of slavery, and so many people are being led in the wrong way today. Slaves of sin. Slaves of pleasure. Slaves of the world. Slaves of things that they, they want to stop, but they can't. Even Paul said at one point, the sin that I don't want to do, that is what I keep doing. The good that I want to do, I can't do it. That is a description of someone who is a slave. Hallelujah. Amen. Egypt was a place of bondage. A place of bondage. A place where they were shackled and they were not free. A place where they were not free to live their best life. They were not free to go wherever they wanted. And Egypt was a place of bondage. And sometimes God's people can be in a place of bondage. The Bible says that when Samson, Delilah cut off her hair, the Bible says Samson was bound. That means you are standing still in life. That means you have no freedom, you have no restriction. That means you can't go forward in life. And every time you take a step forward, you take two steps back. Every time things look like it's coming, going well, then something happens and it brings you back to square one. It's because you are in bondage. Egypt is a type of bondage. And still, so many of God's people are in a type of bondage in their life. They can't get their work right. They can't get other things right. Every time things look like it's going well, something will happen will bring you back to square one. Hallelujah. Egypt 
was a type of bondage. But I want to explain to you or describe to you the transformation of the core. Hallelujah. Because remember, the foundation of God is, is love. God is love. And he said to the Israelites, yes, I, I am love, and I called you out of love. But when I called you, you were in Egypt. Hallelujah. When I called you, you were in trouble. When I called you, you were in darkness. And I'm here to tell somebody that there is a calling of God over your life. There is a calling of God over your marriage. There's a calling of God over your job. There's a calling of God. And it doesn't matter what Egypt you are in, whether you are in bondage, whether you are in slavery, whether you are in affliction, the power of God is strong enough to call you out of that bondage. And I pray over your life today that any bondage you any affliction you are in, any pain you are in, the calling of God to come over your life and for God to stretch his hand and to call you and to pull you in the name of Jesus. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of his struggles, out of the slavery, out of the affliction, I called them. And God said to Moses, I have heard the affliction of my people and I have come to deliver them. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible says that God is going to deliver you from any pain you are in, any trouble, any affliction. He's going to deliver you because his foundation is love. Hallelujah. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of Egypt, God is calling you out of that Egypt. God is calling you out of the affliction. God is calling you out of the trouble. The trouble cannot hold you anymore. The darkness cannot hold you anymore. The pain cannot hold you anymore. Because when God calls, they have no choice but to let you go. When God calls, depression has no choice but to let you go. When God calls, oh my God, because the Bible says the light shines in darkness and the cannot overcome it. The darkness cannot comprehend it. May the light of God shine in your life today. May the light of Christ shine in your marriage. May the light of Christ shine over your life. May the light of Christ shine every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of Egypt, I called my son. And God is calling somebody today. God is calling you out of Egypt. God has seen all your affliction, all your pain, all your trouble. And I'm here to remind you, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how dark it is. It doesn't matter the trouble. It doesn't matter what the enemy has hold of you. It doesn't matter what is pulling you back. It doesn't matter. The moment God calls, that thing will let it go. In the name of Jesus. The moment God speaks, it will let you go. In the name of Jesus. I said to my Pharaoh, let my people go. Hallelujah. God will let you go. God will set you free from any depression, any pain, any trouble. In the name of Jesus. Because he's Abba Father. The God who calls. He's a God who calls. So whatever addiction has come hold of you, when God calls, they have no choice. Any shackles over your life, when God calls, they have no choice. Any sickness in your life, when God calls, they have no choice. Any satanic forces that is working against you, that is trying to bring you down, when God calls, when God speaks, when God opens his mouth, when God shouts, they have no choice. And I pray today that God, the calling of the Lord, will shine in your life, will set you free, 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 in the name of Jesus. I'm talking.
somebody today. I'm talking to somebody today. It doesn't matter with the type of Egypt. I've seen the affliction of my people. And I've come to set them free. I've come to deliver them. And Moses went into Egypt with a place of darkness, a place of slavery, a place of bondage, a place of affliction. And the power of the Lord was displayed for so many times that Pharaoh had no choice. Pharaoh had no choice but to let Israel go. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of Egypt, I will call my daughter. Out of Egypt, out of depression, out of trouble, I called my son. I called my daughter. Out of depression, out of darkness, I am calling you in the name of Jesus. Abba Father, the God who calls, He calls you out of darkness, He calls you out of trouble. He calls you out of affliction to show his undying love to you. And it doesn't matter how dark it is, the power of the Lord is strong enough to set you free because he is God. He is God. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Hallelujah. And God is calling you to serve him. He's calling you to worship him. Hallelujah. He said to Exodus 8.1, And the Lord spoke to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Hallelujah. God does not want you to serve depression. God does not want you to serve addictions. God does not want you to serve the world. God does not want you to serve sin. God does not want you to serve anything that will bring you down. Hallelujah. So he calls you out of that darkness. He calls you out of that depression. He calls you out of that affliction that you may serve him. Let my people go, that they may worship me. God, there's a calling of God over your life for you to serve him. God has a purpose for you in your life, for you to serve him, for you to glorify him. He said, I will, you will call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, that you may glorify me. Hallelujah. God is calling you to serve him. To serve him. To live, to glorify his name. Your job should glorify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Your children should glorify the name of the Lord. Your family should glorify the name of the Lord. Everything that God has given you, it should glorify Him. Hallelujah. So when things are not going well, just stand upon the word of the Lord. Say, God, you said out of Egypt, you called me to serve you. And you can stand upon that word. And whatever the darkness is, it will disappear in the name of Jesus. Whatever that trouble is, it will go away in the name of Jesus. Because He called you out of Egypt to serve Him. Hallelujah. Out of Egypt, I called my son. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There is no God but him. And he loves you so much. He loves you so much that he calls you out of darkness. 
He's calling you out of the trouble. He's calling you to serve him. Because he's a marvelous God. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. God is calling you out of that trouble. God is calling you out of that pain. God is calling you out of that depression. And they have no power over you. They have no power over you. The darkness has no power over you. The, the enemy has no power over your life. The enemy has no power over your soul. When God is calling, they have no choice. Hallelujah. Just leave it to God. And when God calls you, this is what he does. Hosea 11, verse 3. I taught Ephraim to walk. Taking them by their arms. But they did not know that I healed them. I drew them with gentle cords, with bands of love. And I walked to them as those who take the yoke from their neck. I stooped. And I fed them. When God calls you, he does these things. He teaches you. He teaches you. He teaches you his ways. He guides you through your life. He teaches you the right path and the wrong path. He teaches you how to live, how to talk, how to walk. When God calls you, he teaches you. And he gives you the instructions of life. And all the instructions are in his word. And his spirit that he has given in you will teach you. Because when the helper comes, he will teach you and remind you of all things. So because you are called, God will teach you in your life. He will teach you whatever you want to do. The Bible said if you need wisdom, just go to God. And he will teach you and guide you. Hallelujah. May God teach you in your life. May he bring you up in his way. May he show you the right path. May he deliver you from all trouble and guide you through that narrow path of life in the name of Jesus. And when God calls you, he teaches you, and then he heals you. He heals you. He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am God that heals you. That means that the trouble will come. The persecution will come. The darkness will try to come again. But I remind you that because you are called, God will heal you. They said, bless the Lord of my soul. Know that within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord and do not forget his benefits. Who heals all your diseases? Diseases is not just sickness, but anything that does not put you at ease. Anything that makes you troubled, God is constantly healing. And I'm here to tell you that God is in the business of healing his people. Healing his children. He never stopped. And whatever troubles in your mind, because you are called, he will heal you. So he teaches you. He heals you. Then he guides you with a gentle cord. Hallelujah. But the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul even in drought. God will guide you. So put all your ways upon me and I will direct you. Wait, because you are called, God will guide you through life. So whatever you're stuck with, 
Whatever you know, you're unsure about, just go to Abba Father because he has called you and he will guide you through the right path. May God guide you in your life. Any decision that you are facing, may God guide you in the name of Jesus. May he direct your path. May he direct your steps into a land that it will be good for you. May God guide you to blessings. May God guide you to favor. May God guide you through every part of life in the name of Jesus. And then after he guides you, then he will feed you. Then he will feed you. Paul says that my God will supply all your needs. My God will supply all your needs. Not just some of them. Not just a little bit, but every need that you have. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto me, all that I have needed, thy hand has provided. Because you are called, God will feed you. So whatever your need is, take it to God in prayer. And stand upon the word that God, you have called me out of Egypt. So I am praying that you will feed me in this life. Feed me in my job. Feed me in my marriage. Feed me in my circumstance. Whatever it is, I am praying, God, that you will feed me because you called me out of love. And may God feed you. May he give you whatever you need. Whatever your heart desires. Whatever your mind is thinking about. Whatever is keeping you up at night, may God, the Almighty Father, may He feed you with spiritual food that the world cannot take away, that the enemy cannot take away, that people cannot take away, but it will remain with you forever. Said, My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Nobody can take it from you. Hallelujah. So this is God's reminder to Israel. That, and when Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. God is calling somebody today. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, God is calling you to follow him. So you can enjoy these blessings that his children have by abiding in him. And if you have Jesus, do not let him go. Never let Christ go. Continue, continue to walk with him. Every path of life, he will never let you down. He will never forsake you. He will love you until the, day, until the end of the day. Because he's Abba Father, the God who calls out of love. Hallelujah. Be on your feet and let's pray.